Hello, hello, and welcome. My name is Rue Truly, and this is Christ in All Podcast, a podcast that finds Christ and discovers Christ and everything that pertains to life and all of his topics. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode, guys, with Ruth Trilly, where we discuss Christ and all of life's topics that pertain to Christ, because Christ can be found in all. And today, we're going to be continuing on the discussion of the topic that we started, which is from the verse of 2 Corinthians 12, verse 8 to 10. But the topic like I said before in the previous episode, the, which was the first episode. So if, if you haven't listened to that, make sure that you go listen to it. We're going to be talking about the, that verse and pertaining to the weaknesses that we as people face and how God's grace, as it says in those, in, in those two verses, is made sufficient. So how can he become strong? And he says, in your weaknesses, I am made strong. Through your weakness, my power is made perfect. So how can we also become strong? Because as the this verse ends, Paul, who is a writer of the, this book of the Corinthians, states that when I am weak, then I am strong. Which states that he's also confessing a good thing, a positive authority that he's giving to himself, a strength and endorsing himself with power and believing in this. Because it is one thing to just be like, okay, I am weak and I am weak. But he is commending himself and knowing and understanding the power of his words to say, now I declare that even in my weakness, I am made strong because he also understands the power of his words. Yes, but he also understands the power of this Christ who he talks about, who he is saying that his power is made perfect because his God is claiming that. His power is made perfect in his weakness. So therefore, he's understanding that, okay, yes, I might be weak, but I know I am strong. Then I am strong. So he's not having any fear or doubt. That's why he states also in those same two verses in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 8 to 10, that he delights in the weaknesses, in the insults, in the hardships, in the per- persecutions, and the difficulties of life. Because for Christ's sake, his, his Christ that he believeth, that he knows that his grace is sufficient for him, will be exalted even through his weakness. Because now Christ can be seen through his life. And Christ is even found in this weakness and Christ will be found when he becomes strong and he walks in the authority of this strength now that he finds through this Christ that he believes and know and his Christ also states that his power is made perfect in his weakness so Paul really makes a confession that he understands He's not just claiming and believing because I feel like as people, sometimes we have a tendency of just claiming, oh, yeah, I'm beautiful, but you don't really believe it on the inside. Yeah, I'm rich, but you don't really act upon it. You just say it, but you don't really understand what you're saying. You don't even understand what it means to say I am rich. 
what is the meaning of richness? You have to understand all these things before you just start confessing them. Because there is power within your words. And that is something that we as people, we tend to also forget. Which is also a weakness that we're going to be discussing on. Because that is a serious weakness that we as people have a lot. Because we claim things that we don't understand or know the consequences of the words that we say. And how it can backfire in life. But anyways, going back to Paul. (laughs) He states that when I am weak, I am strong. Paul is not a man that only says things just to say them. He's a man that says things but puts those things into action. So there's a difference between when we state these issues or weaknesses that we have but not ending up to putting them into action. And that is a weakness a lot of people have which is a weakness that I personally even have to work on it myself. And all of us, I mean, we all have one thing or the next that we we know that is our weakness. But then do we really place ourselves into action to say, okay, sit down with myself. I have this weakness. How can I work upon it, on it, so I can move away from this weakness to make it a strength? Because if I don't work on it, I am holding myself hostage I'm holding myself into chains, into bondage, and becoming slave to a weakness that will never grow me or develop me into who I was created to be, or even to the potentials and the opportunity that can open for me when I walk away from my weaknesses, when I leave them behind and look forward to a strength that he is saying his grace is sufficient for him to give me this grace, for it to be sufficient in my strength. And for me to grow from those weaknesses to become my strengths. So let us have this homework again. As I always like to give everybody homework. Let's have this homework of of actually placing ourselves into the action of doing. Not just being the sayers of saying things that we believe or are told to believe. But not actually meaning it or understanding it. Let us be able to comprehend, ponder, meditate upon that, understand it, and put it into action. And that is my homework for you guys. So we're going to go ahead and continue on the topic that we were talking about in the previous episode, where we're mainly focusing on the definition and the different types of weaknesses that we face as people. And we discussed on the spiritual weaknesses that we face as people, emotional weaknesses, mental weaknesses. And now we're going to touch on to financial weaknesses, physical weaknesses, and even upbringing weaknesses that we face as people. And some of these financial weaknesses that we face as people are things that sometimes we can feel too defensive or feel offended by. But the only way we're going to grow and where God is saying his grace is also sufficient is for us to discuss even about this. It's for us to even talk about this because that is how we're going to be helped. That's how we're going to heal That's how we're going to learn or even have our eyes open or our ears open or our hearts open or our mind open. Because all these things need to have to be open enough for God's grace to enter in and to be sufficient for you to grow from this weakness to become a strength. 
So this is what our goal is in these episodes. For us to be able to learn, grow, know, move forward. Because we were never created to remain stagnant. So please don't ever feel like this is me attacking anyone or attacking you. But rather consider it as God's grace being sufficient for you right now to be able to listen to this. To be able to actually say, okay God, this is a way you're talking to me. Because many times we always say, God speak to me, you know, talk to me. But now he's probably using me to talk to you. For you to look at your life in a different perspective. For you to move in a different perspective, think in a different perspective, act in a different perspective, because that is how he wants to make you grow. I mean, not only you alone, even me, because this indicated when I was going through these verses, it indicated so many things and showed me so many things in my life, even till now, where I'm looking in my life in a different perspective now. Where I see truly his grace is sufficient and his power is made perfect in my weakness. But I'm not just saying, okay, his grace is sufficient and I abuse it. I'm not abusing the, the, the grace of God anymore. Rather, I'm looking at myself and saying, okay, Ruth, you have this weakness. But how can you grow? How can you be better? How can you better yourself? What is a way forward? Because you cannot remain stagnant. That is not even to be an option for all of us it should not be an option for me it should not be an option for you you are meant to grow you are supposed to grow you are supposed to be stronger not only for yourself but you know it that's the beauty about life because this processes of growth that we go into or grow from or things like that when you grow it's actually benefiting your future not only your future of your own future, but even the people that surround you, even the future of your kids or your grandkids, whatever the course of life will take you, it will benefit many other people. And, you know, as much as sometimes we're influenced by other people, we are also influencing other people, whether you know it or you don't know it or you think like you don't influence much. You have so much power and influence in you. So always remember that when we're going through these messages and when we're going through these weaknesses that we are trying to sit down, ponder, listen, take into action so that we can move forward in our life. So talking about moving forward, I mean, it's not a matter of fact of only moving forward in our spiritual life or the emotional, the mental that we talked about, but even financially. And financial weaknesses are things that a lot of people in the world struggle with. They could be the rich, they could be the poor, they could be the middle class. I mean, there are rich people that have bad management, there are poor people that have bad management because of how they think or how they were brought up or whatever weaknesses that causes them to have these bad management of their financial life, their financial state or financial wealth, whatever the case may be. These are the causes that causes people to now have these weaknesses that can actually stop them from moving forward into this life of living free from such weakness. And I mean, these financial weaknesses are something that a lot of us battle with. 
Sometimes we just don't have the knowledge. Sometimes we don't have people to teach us. Sometimes we do have people to teach us, but we're just stubborn, which is something that a lot of people struggle with. But at the same time, financial weakness influences and impacts every other territory of your life because we live in a world where you need money. You need money to do everything. You need money to live. It's a necessity. It's a need. It's a want. It's a source of everything else. And it's very crucial and is very needed. I mean, as much as sometimes people say you don't need money to be happy, you don't need money to have joy, which is also true, but your life can also be influenced a lot when you don't have money. And hence, some people end up even bewitching other people (laughs) or doing witchcraft on other people because they're envious of somebody who is wealthier than them, who might have that good management and this uh, and financially it's not a weakness, rather they have a financial strength with having good management of their money and stuff like that. So these are things to ponder upon when you're thinking about these topics of weaknesses. What is financial weakness? And these weaknesses that people face, it's not only just bad management like I stated. I mean, some people have financial weakness, even giving God financially, which is something that a lot of people in the church struggle with. And sometimes some people don't even believe that, you know, you need to give to God. God needs your tithe. And tithe is another topic that we're going to discuss on in another series um, where we're talking about tithe. Because it's not only tithing with just the money. There's also tithing of just giving your time to God. That is also another form of tithing. But we're not going to go to that today. (laughs) We're going to go back to talking about the financial weakness. So tithing is one of them overspending overspending oh (laughs) there's a lot of people that struggle with this overspending and overspending sometimes we tend to think overspending is only comes in one dimension which is also something that causes other people never to understand that they have this weakness of of financial weakness because overspending some people think it's overspending on buying expensive things like the Louis Vuittons and the Giorgio Armani's and etc. etc. All these splurging money on these expensive items. But it's not even only about that because you can overspend on wants that are not needs. And sometimes in life, most of the time, we need needs more than wants. And you can even overspend on things that you think, you know, are just going to make you happy or you know, comfort your current moment or I just need to, you know, do this because it's just going to make me feel good and happy and, you know, memories and all this great. Yeah, I that is a very good fact and a very good point and a very good reason to, you know, spend money on. But if you're not really having good management and prioritizing on the things that are needs and wants at that moment when you can actually transform your life in this way of actually having good management, then you can spread that money on on the vacation that you're trying to go to or that trip that you're trying to take or that whatever the case is. And that is overspending right there. And I know it's a term and it's a way that I'm describing that most people don't use 
But when you really think about it, it really is overspending out of the needs and the necessities and the priorities that you need to actually use your money for. And that, guys, is a weakness. And another financial weakness that we're going to be talking about today is a financial weakness of just being stingy with your money. And in my language in Shona, we say guomera. <laughs> just being so hard on your money where you keep every single coin. But sometimes as much as it might seem like it's actually a beneficial thing, it is also not a beneficial thing. Because you never learn to give. You never learn to share. And I believe and I know that this is a fundamental thing that, you know, as a child, you're always taught to share because it builds you as a person. It creates in you a better heart for other people, a better heart for people. You become a better person, you naturally. But then at the same time, you think about God and how he shares every single moment he shares himself with us. So if we say we're the children of God, if we cannot share with others and we're just stingy with our money, with our life or the things that belong to us, what does it profit you? What does it profit your future? What does it profit you to really get close to God or even to understand yourself better? You can never get to that level because you have already caused a barrier be- between you and yourself, the self that you are meant to be. And you and God, because he's trying to expand your hand when you expand your hand to other people. And that's a tendency that a lot of people don't realize that weaknesses can bridge to those extents. These financial weaknesses can bridge to those extents and can cause a lot of different conflicts in your life. So all these things that I just stated need good management because this bad management goes into different various of groups of things and you can bridge it down you can break it down branch it out you can root it to a lot of different things but it develops a weakness so ask yourself how can i be strong from this financial weakness reflect on your life look at your life where do i overspend and have more wants more than my needs how can i prioritize my money how can i utilize well the money that i have Because you could have all the money in the world, but still be bad management at it. You can have even little money and still have bad management. So how can I gain financial education of some sort to help myself out so I can grow away from that? Because God is saying, my grace is sufficient for you to teach you these things. And the beauty of the world that we live in is that there's a lot of resources on the internet that's so free to all of us to teach us. Or maybe there's someone in your neighborhood, in your family, friends, etc., who can help you with these things. So you can grow and see that God's grace is efficient because you're not in this world by yourself. He created other people to help you. He has created this internet as well for it to be a source, a resource that comes from him who is a source to show that his grace is sufficient for us that his power is made perfect so you can also be perfect even though you might have a weakness right now to have financial weakness his power is made perfect to make you perfect even in your finances so never doubt god because he can do expansions of things when you let him in and become vulnerable to him about your weaknesses 
Now, let's talk about physical weakness. I mean, physical weakness also applies and kind of goes together with emotional and mental because your physical states acquires also and is one with your emotional and mental state. And so the physical that we're going to be talking and getting straight to is the health-wise physical weakness. And that's something that is very a touchy subject. It's a very touchy, touchy, feely subject because people are always so conscious. <laughs> and you have to be careful also how you say or talk to people about this whole health-wise physical weakness that a lot of people have. I mean, it's something that we always struggle with, deal with in life. I mean, the process of life has its own encounters when it comes to health. Some people are just have bad manners of eating, hence causing them to gain weight. And some people have bad manners that also cause them to lose weight. Or it's not even about a matter of weight only. Because one can be a person that doesn't gain or lose weight, but still have bad health health management. They can still not be good at taking care of themselves health-wise. And these are weaknesses that we have as people because remember, your body is a temple of God. So you have to keep it. You only get one body in this life. You only have one body. And hence, when we never take care of it, you end up getting sick and people get sicknesses and all these things can start developing from you not taking good care of yourself And God does not desire that. He desires for your body to be strong, as he says here. But we have to be vulnerable that this is our weakness. But how can we not abuse his grace that he's saying is sufficient and use it to maximize ourselves by walking from physical weakness to a strength of living good health, making better choices, eating wise. I mean, we can really go on and on about talking about this health thing because all of this influences our life. And Christ is found in all of these topics. <laughs> He's found in all of these weaknesses. But he says that even when we find him, we now need to make a good use of this grace that he's now made sufficient for us and is abundant for us to change our lives. Because we are not to just look at our weaknesses and accept that, okay, I have bad eating habits or I just have bad management with my finances or whatever thing that you struggle with and just settle for that. You're not meant to settle for less because you were paid by the blood of Christ. So every aspect of your life, your physical health is important to him. Your mental, your emotional, your spiritual, your financial Everything is important to him. Hence why he doesn't want you to continuously dwell on the weaknesses. He wants you to grow from those weaknesses to become strength. Because that is who you were created to be. That is your identity. If you say you're a child of God. If you were born to be a child of God. And he says I created you with my image. Then you have to reflect the strength of God that he has. Because God does not have weakness in him. So you cannot afford to also have these weaknesses to dwell in you. So this is a mandate to all of us. This is a mandate 
I repeat to all of us. So let us make a change with that. But another thing that I also want to discuss on with these physical weakness, sometimes some people have weakness of just laziness. Um, there is all kinds of there's all kinds of physical weaknesses that we have. Even procrastination. I mean, listening a lot to the flesh. How am I feeling at the moment? We get so caught up in how we're feeling at the moment, which is also kind of intertwines together well with, you know, your emotional weakness and mental weakness. But we listen too much to our flesh and, oh, I'm too, I'm too lazy. I'm too this, I'm too that. And then impacts how we even react to everything around us or even how we run life or whatever. And that correlates with the procrastination that we were mentioning and talking about. Even bad dressing. I mean, these are things that sometimes we don't realize that these are weaknesses, but it actually is. And it impacts our lives. It impacts how people view us. It impacts our future. All these things impact everything around us. So how is bad dressing a physical weakness, one may ask? Because when you... Don't dress yourself well. Like I said, your body is a temple. I'm pretty sure even if you see Muslims, when they, they really make sure that their temples are clean. Churches, they make sure that their temples are clean. The Buddhists, they make sure that their temples are clean. The Hindus, they make sure that their, te- um, their temples are clean. Because they prioritize these places of worship. And your body is a place of worship for God and and the Holy Spirit. Because they say we want to reside in you. And your body was created not for yourself only. But for us to live with you and in you. So with that being said. Like you really need to treasure yourself and carry yourself. Because now it's your responsibility since you have this physical body. To make sure that you treasure yourself. If you say... Your father, who is God, is king. Therefore, if you are his child, what does that make you? That makes you a a prince or a princess, right? So therefore, if you have that position and that authority, that means that you also have to carry yourself with weight. You cannot afford to dress yourself bad. I mean, this is the motto that I personally live by. And I mean, you're always open and welcome to use this philosophy or this this motto that I've lived by, which has helped me to carry myself with a better weight of just valuing myself. And you know, it doesn't only affect me, even the way that I'm talking about, about dressing. I see even in the people, the people that I meet, how different they respect me when I dress well. How different they look at me or things like that. Because, you know, first first impression matters. And the first time somebody sees you, what are they saying about you? And then I'm out here talking about, oh, Jesus loves you and I'm wearing rags. What does that really represent about this Jesus that I'm portraying that he's all beautiful and all powerful? He's full of love. He's this, he's that. And yet my appearance does not look like what I'm saying. I look like I'm just a drug dealer or something. What does that profit him? When I'm saying I need his name to be magnified. So I am ought to carry myself with weight. So if you do struggle with that, make sure that you work on it. These are all things that God's grace is made sufficient and he wants to help us all. And especially on the last thing that I'm going to state, which is lust. 
And lust is not only the sexual weakness that we face only. Because lust comes in different ways and means. It could be the lust of the flesh of whatever sort. I mean, that's another homework I want to give you. Google what is lust of the flesh. There is a lust of the eyes. There is all kinds of different lusts that we have as people. Let it be even even those expensive stuff that we were talking about that also affect your um, financial weakness or feeds your financial weakness. Let it be just lust, even just looking and lusting other people's bodies, life, clothes, lives, etc. I mean, whatever the case is, lust can expand to a lot of different areas, but it influences your physical state because when you lust over something, you're not even thinking straight, affecting your mental state, uh, affecting your emotional state, which can also become these weaknesses that starts growing from just the physical aspect of these lusts that we're talking about. And there are people even sometimes that even lust over their own bodies. And I mean, it's good to self-love, but you have to be careful with, the, with this whole lust thing. <laughs> because give me a physical, a physical weakness that now affects how you view other people. Because you can lust and love yourself so much that you just don't even see any other human being. And that's not who God intends for us to be. I mean, I can go on and on about this topic. And there is so much to talk about. So much to say. But above all things, he's saying his grace is sufficient for us. To help us through all these things. And to help us through these physical weaknesses that we have as people. Because all of them, the physical the financial, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, it all attaches together to become one and influences our lives in more than just one way. And it roots and intertwines and connects together and just roots out to be something bigger. And sometimes it just starts from one little thing. So that's why we can never feed our weaknesses. We ought to actually destroy them. And turn them to strength. Learn from them and grow and develop. So, I mean, all these weaknesses, we really need the grace of God to be sufficient. <laughs> because we can never do any of this by ourselves. You are not strong enough. You're a human being. I mean, there will be times when you're going to fall, even when you make the effort to try and grow away from these. There are times where it's going to be hard because some of these things have been engraved in you for years. And to remove roots that have been rooted in the ground for a hundred years or whatever, like it's so difficult. It's extremely difficult. It takes your mental state. It takes your emotional state. It can even take your spiritual state. Your whatever state that it will take. To push yourself. From one of those weaknesses to the next. To tackle each and every one of these weaknesses. And try to tackle them. So that they don't grow and generate more and more in your life. So that they don't develop into this big monster that destroys you from becoming who God has created you to be. 
you ought to need and you definitely need definitely with no doubt need the grace of God to be sufficient and the beauty like i say and always say again and again is the fact that when god says his word he makes sure that his word never returns to him void and he makes sure that he keeps his word so when he promises you that my grace is sufficient truly it is sufficient i remember you were never in this walk by yourself of growing from these weaknesses to become strength yes you need to make the decision to walk through it in it and just going through all these processes and because god is so invested into your process more than the promise that he says that you are going to become strong because it's the process that's going to bring you and teach you and build you and make you strong and you will grow stronger and stronger and you will learn and learn and you will have a lot of stories to share with the world with the people around you and inspire people and influence people because you would have gone through this process process truly builds and it is within these processes of us growing from our weaknesses to become strength that is going to build you to become who God has created you to be and for you to walk into the fullness of every potential and possibility that is out there for you that will never be held back from you when you choose and make the decision to grow away from your weaknesses so we can go on and on <laughs> like i always say but we'll end this episode on on this note and like i always say christ is found in all of these topics Christ is found in all of these weaknesses. You find the light of Christ in all of them because he says, "I am with you and I will never forsake you." But you ought to just be open with him and say, "God, okay, I struggle with this." And I pray that you open my eyes to see where my weaknesses are or even asking the people around you, "Where, where are my weaknesses? What do I need to grow and learn from and how can I become better?" Because you never walk in this journey by yourself. You never walk in this journey by yourself because he has created humanity for us to help one another, to grow from each other, to keep one another, to have accountability towards each other. So you're never alone and his grace could be found sufficient even through the next person that's on your side or your family or your friends or the people that you might meet wherever you are. That is how his grace is seen. So don't close your eyes to only thinking you're only going to get his answer or his help only through you spending time in prayer. Yes, I mean that is a definite or even through his word, but he speaks through people. He speaks through nature. He speaks through you. Let it be a weakness that you end up seeing in one season or the other. or you face it when you face some situation tomorrow or the next day or next month it is those things that he exposes so that you will see his grace sufficient or recognize that oh i i see this issue but now i'm going to ask god to help me so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode until the next episode where we talk about a bringing weaknesses where christ is also found in that So thank you guys so much for listening for 
taking your time, your precious time to listen, to learn, to develop, to become who God has created us to be together and becoming stronger each and every day. Thank you guys for listening and have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye.